if you don't subscribe to Bid Nerds on YouTube right now. I'm gonna shoot this 997. If you said, wait, that's a 996, you're a nerd. So subscribe to the new YouTube channel, Bid Nerds. Get those nerds! And here the nerds are right here. You got them. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Bid Nerds. My name is JP. I am the host of Bid Nerds. I'm coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada, right on the Las Vegas Strip. It's right below me. Uh, my partner right over there, Michael Deep. He's coming to you from San Francisco, California. It's foggy over there. What's up, Michael Deep? How you doing? Good morning, JP. Are we going to get kicked off YouTube because we had a shotgun in our ad? I hope so. Uh, you know, we've been we we just dropped that ad yesterday. We've only put it out organically, and it's been so much fun. Uh, you know, I don't know how many comments people are like, "Damn it, I I corrected you in the middle," and and that oh, it did man, exactly. So, so I think. I think we're going to have to do a bunch of them. We're going to have to do like an oh E30 God. versus yes. an E36 or a Defender yes. versus a G-Wagon. Yes. We're just going to do a S-ton of them and mm -hmm. put them out there. So, Oh, uh, man. Cousin, yeah. Cousin Mark loved it. Yeah. He said, all is forgiven, JP. You are <laughs> funny as F. Uh, Cousin Mark, I still don't forgive you. You got you to gotta post that stuff on, this, on the interwebs, my man. Come on. Come on. Get out there, brother. Uh, listen. You know, it's it's interesting because yesterday was so epic. We had arguably our best content show ever with Paul Kramer from the Auto Kennel as a third nerd and yep. expert panelist and guest. And we were Porsche heavy yesterday. Yep. Uh, simultaneously, we had arguably one of our worst produced show because of the <laughs> technical, technical issues yeah. with the interwebs and the solar flare that obviously is coming. <laughs> um, and then at later in the day, you dropped our first commercial, which has been received by everybody really really well it's working we, we have we have traction my friend and the evil empire is growing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're yeah. doing it here man um yeah. yeah i boy it was uh it is such a bummer that we that we lost the first uh 10 minutes of the show because we had some At gold least. in there uh like 20 paul, minutes yeah I, I paul thank you so much again if you're watching uh he says he watches all the time which i'm sure he wasn't lying i'm sure he I, wasn't just telling us that to make us feel better um but if if you are watching Paul, thanks again for being out here. It was great. We're going to get you back oh, on ASAP as soon as possible. A yeah, absolutely, Paul. If, yeah. if it wasn't too damning to your reputation, we want you on all the time. We yeah. love you. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're just a couple of yahoos. This is entertainment. We are not experts. This is your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day on cars and bids, bring a trailer and all the other kind of emerging yeah. uh, automotive enthusiast auction websites that are just popping up everywhere. It's like firecrackers and 4th of July. It's like dandelion in spring it's like every you get an auction you get an auction you get an auction everybody's got an auction now i i was checking uh you know i talked to our code writer and I'm like how much does it cost to actually write you know make do this so maybe we'll have a bid nerds auction soon uh but the thing is the thing is about our uh about our show and there's a lot of people out there commenting you know it seems like you know doug is talking about his thing some of the other guys are doing podcasts and stuff about you know they're all like commercials for themselves we right. are beholden to no one we exactly. are a couple of independent nerds we don't give a rats you know what about any of the cars or anything because they're not ours they're not nobody's paying us, uh, you know, to review any of these cars, we pick the most interesting cars of the day uh, based on what we think is interesting and what you tell us is interesting. Sometimes yeah. the cars are like the most amazing car you've ever seen. Sometimes they're complete piles of junk, but that's sometimes what makes them interesting. And I think what's most yeah. interesting about our conversations and what we're learning more and more as we continue to do this show is how certain cars are better on other on one platform or another. And right. it's very interesting to watch what some of the platforms are doing. Some of the platforms just keep getting better and better other ones are just flailing and uh when they when when the pressure of some of the other ones that are coming out is applied to these ones that are flailing Ooh. it'll be very yeah. interesting like you know the, like you know bring a trailer probably sells more Porsches in a day than P car market sells all week. You know, yeah. I don't know how the hell, you know, they must have a lot of seed money to keep them going because, well, and, and what P car market has had to do, yeah. and they'll be the first to admit this. This is, yeah. this is, we're not, we're not picking on them uh, is they are now selling other brands of cars. I mean, that's the only yeah. way they're going to keep their thing afloat is to offer 
the alternative, right? So, you know, here's a Porsche, here's a Porsche, here's a Porsche. Well, here's a BMW and a Ferrari yeah. to look at. Yeah. Um, and, and As well they, as like oil cans and signs and just like weird yeah. Porsche. It's almost like right. the toy and lit show on an auction site. I'll never forget the day I turned on Bring a Trailer mm -hmm. and they were selling canoes. I, I mean, my goodness. Yeah. I, if ever yeah. there was a sign that the end is nigh, it's because uh, Hearst Media bought them and now the you know bicycles and canoes are fair game. So good yeah. luck with Well, you. they're still bringing all the money. That is obviously Absolutely. the king platform. They are the game to beat. Uh, yeah. And good luck with any newcomer trying. Uh, yeah. And to that end, we actually have some great guests coming up next week. Um, we're going to have Bradley Brownell from the new Rad for Sale. He's one of the original founders of Radwood. So Bradley's yeah. coming on the show next week. We've got uh, Mauricio from the Three Petal Posse up in the Northwest. He's going to join us next week. So I I think we're yes, going to be like third nerd heavy all week next week. It's going to be fun. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, awesome yeah. stuff. Good okay. Time. So let's, let's talk about the cars from yesterday. If you're ready. Yeah. And just for the, for the record, when he, when deep says, let's talk about the cars from yesterday, what we yeah. do on this thing is not only do we nerd out on the cars, we also make predictions as to what we think they will actually sell for when they hit the auction block. So before we get to today's big car, of the day, the car, I'm super excited about that 1988 Volkswagen Scirocco 16 valve. Oh, be still my heart. Uh, that was my dream car in high school. I so loved that thing. I had an eight valve, but anyways, we'll get to that when we get there. Uh, first, we're going to do yesterday's cars very quickly, and then we'll move on to the cars of the day. <coughs> so stick around, subscribe and like while you're doing it. Michael D, what did we talk about yesterday? Okay, so again, JP, I want to remind our audience that we had a third nerd yesterday with us, mm -hmm. Paul Kramer from the Auto Kennel, who is... Um, an affection auto of all cool sports cars, as long as they have three pedals, and absolutely a Porsche nerd and expert mm. uh, was our guest. Unlike so, us, we are not experts. Right. So while we made guesses, he made guesses too. And to be perfectly honest, JP, and I know we don't keep Paul's score, but mm -hmm. that's like when you send your kid to, to play soccer and they say, oh, yeah. we don't keep score anymore. The parents know who won. Yeah. So <laughs> technically, technically, I won two and you won three. But if we include Paul's scores, he won two of them yesterday. He did really good. Yeah, so, yeah. On his very without, first try. On his very first On yeah, bid nerds, yeah, yeah. Imagine that. All right, so without further ado, our star car, a car we led off with, was this incredible 2002 uh, Porsche 911 GT2. This is the 996 generation. This is uh, the great Widowmaker because they did a basically an X50 turbo of the Metzger engine in a rear-wheel drive platform with no driver aids. So uh, this is a, a legendary car. And somehow I feel, we kind of talked about this on the show, that they languish in value. Uh, so anyways, our car, JP, if you can remind me, had really low miles. I think it was like 15,000 like 15, yeah, yeah. 15, miles and was beautifully clean. But Paul was quick to point out that this is probably the last color you'd want because they made so many in silver and that kind of like seal gray. So any off-color GT2 would probably bring a premium. But as such, despite the low miles and great condition, uh, he thought this car would be a little low. So I, I didn't. I went all in. I said 120000 You took a much more conservative tack and said 99000 Kramer said 110 and this thing sold for 112 So technically, I got the win over you by 1000 yeah. bucks. but Kramer was right on the money at 110000 He was two grand off. So I'll take the win, and I'll thank him for the assist. <laughs> this car, and the thing is, we all talked about it, is platform, platform, platform. This car would have brought another twenty grand at least on Bring a Trailer. I, you know, the color thing, I know that, you know, he, he deals with a certain type of clientele. His, the people that buy from him are buying the best of the best, and they are collectors. They do, they, he does tend to get those eclectic LA buyers that want the super crazy crazy colors but honestly uh for my money if i'm buying a gt2 i want a silver one what i want is a black one and i know you're not a big black car guy but no, it would um, be savage and black it would look like darth vader yeah i mean i just but silver or black i mean this car you guys had one at godden when you were over there uh godden classic of las vegas go check those guys out oh, if you're man. in town to uh, do some gambling uh they had one of they had one of these that was i mean the identical Eight thousand miles yeah. Eight thousand miles jp we had that car for almost two years we couldn't yeah. sell it yeah. at one hundred and fifty thousand bucks it was crazy but you know and that was that was a year two years ago and now 996s are 
coming up. And I think uh, I think a GT2, I think at a buck 12, whoever bought this off P car market took advantage oh, of the soft of the it. soft platform and is going to, it just really got a good deal. That was really well bought. And the yeah. seller, I feel bad for him that they sold on this platform because that car is just blue chip, man. Uh, yeah. But hey, that's all right. They sold it, so they must be happy, and all parties are good because this car is on the road. All right, what's the next car yeah. that uh, we talked about? <clears throat> so staying on P car market, <clears throat> we looked at a 1992 911 America Roadster. This mm. is a 964 wide body rear wheel drive. I am a huge fan of this car yeah. uh, and absolutely love them. Now, it, uh, reading the reading the ad a little deeper, uh, we see that those are not authentic um, cup wheels. These are knockoffs. So the hmm. question begs, what happened to the original set of yeah. wheels for this car? And if you're going to bother to retail the car, why wouldn't you just go buy a used set off eBay and put tires on those? Why spend the money on brand new knockoffs? That doesn't make sense to me. That and this entire car was repainted. So mm. with 38,000 miles, why would you have to repaint the whole car? So there's some strange stuff here. With that going on, with that in mind, JP, I thought a 38,000 mile triple black America Roadster should bring about 115 dollars to $120,000. And I said that on air yesterday. And yeah. I think you and Paul agreed with me that this car should bring double what a typical 964 C2 with similar condition and miles should bring, which I mm -hmm. thought was very astute by him, which still would park the value of this car at about 110 115000 You guys, we all bet platform. The odds isn't as strong, even for great niche portals like this. So I said 98000 You took a much more conservative tack again and said 80000 And Kramer again split the difference at 89000 mm -hmm. This car was bid to $87,250, which means technically you won it because you were within seven grand of it. I would just say that my 98000 turns out to be $3,000 off the deal tank value on the car at 95000 yeah. where this car remains available. Uh, and then Kramer, to his credit, was only off by two grand. But again, the car didn't sell at that price, which yeah. we all wondered where the reserve would be. So you got the win, but Kramer technically gets the assist because he was right there. So uh, anyways, really fun cars on P-Car Market. Two beautiful Porsches that you and I would both love to have. That um, car would have sold on Bring a Trailer and would have brought... For more. Wait, I mean, it would have brought the double to 964 money. I mean, a black on black yeah. roadster. Are you kidding me? Uh, I mean, it's on how that car fails to sell just is just that is pure platform, platform, platform. I mean, here's the thing, yeah. you know, there there's you can you can do all the research you want, but just knowing what you're talking about really is king. Uh, and we don't do any oh, research. <laughs> tell, yeah, tell, tell the audience, JP, uh, who commented on our commercial. No, 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 we'll night. move on. We'll move on in that. Uh, uh, but, right. uh, you know, uh, so I I love this car and you know i'm a black on black guy and i wish i oh, could have bought this thing but um you know there you go what are you gonna do i've got a slot oh. nose right now that i gotta get rid of so uh all right <laughs> what, what is the next car okay Let's so get off the this next platform. car we looked at yeah we went to bring a trailer to look at a 993 c2 cab with God, JP, wasn't it like 8,000 miles or something really low? Something really low, yeah. I can't remember now. It was very low miles, uh 18,000 miles or something. I, mm -hmm. I don't know, but um Kramer was really educated us on this one because yeah. listen while i was working and for, i own one and he told us the things about it that i didn't know while i was working for godden uh we struggled to sell a pair of really nice 993 convertibles one was mm. uh a 95 and the other one was a 96 vario ram in yellow with mm. bill stings and a chip i mean an exhaust that car was awesome i should have bought it myself a yellow with black and it was just mm. a beautiful car but anyways i digress Here's our car, and um, and so I thought sixty-eight thousand was high because we struggled to sell ours in the fifties. Uh, you went seventy based on Kramer educating us that this car will bring a lot of money, and so he said seventy-seven thousand five hundred. Um, both of you guys weren't far off. This car sold for seventy-two thousand five hundred, which was really <laughs> a bit of a surprise to me, and it put nuts. you right on the money. So. Uh, well done uh, to that one. And that was really fun having Paul on to talk about 993s, which he obviously knows really well. Well, here um, you go, man. If there's ever a platform to platform <laughs> comparison, you've got a, a, a Roadster, a 964, the hottest platform, the hottest Porsche platform 
on the yeah. market right now. Ro- 964s right. are what everyone wants. So you've got a wide body black on black roadster uh, on a, a, a platform that claims to be all about Porsches. And then you've got bring a trailer over here that has, I mean, a run of the mill 993 convertible. Yeah, it has yeah. low miles, but it's not even a great color combo. I mean, the silver is not, it's, it's Arctic silver yeah. with, is this one have gray interior or black? No, black. Remember. It was black It does interior. have black. Okay. So that's yeah. great. You know, so, but it's just a basic 993 there's nothing special about this car it's not a one of what you know how many roadsters did they make a few hundred um this car you can find 993 cabs for days uh and this car brought the bid was almost as much as that special car in p car market choosing the platform when you're going to sell your car is so important so i mean i don't know if there's a a better example regular run-of-the-mill 911 convertible 993 uh brings almost as much money as a super uber rare special 964 on another platform guys i mean it doesn't take a rocket surgeon to figure this one out we get it you know like sometimes you want to sell your car yesterday and you can get right into cars and bids a p car market and you have to wait in line to get your thing unapproved and back and forth you've just been through this with your cayenne yeah uh, on to bring a trailer but i mean my god you don't you certainly don't want to lose at eighty-seven thousand for an america roadster that should have brought at least 110 you don't want to leave twenty-three thousand dollars on the table do you yeah and not not sell at all yeah and not to mention mention that car is still for sale yeah yeah exactly this 993 is going to a new owner uh and uh, and the seller's got to be like what happened? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to buy some GameStop now. Jeez. All right. Let's yeah. go. Um, okay. What else did we talk about yesterday? On Bring a Trailer was that that just hacked up <laughs> 97 boxer with 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 uh, smacked of uh, plagiarism from a. I'm pretty sure it brought more than the uh, than that Roadster did on uh, yeah. the car. <laughs> this this car was crazy. I mean, clearly JP, the guy made this thing an absolute driver uh, yeah. to the point where it's hardly recognizable as a Boxster platform. I mean, the initial thumb on that, with you look at the front end with the 996 Turbo yeah. uh, front air dam, literally fooled me. I skipped over this looking for your selection. I was mm. like, that's a Turbo. I'm like, oh no, mm. that's the Boxster. Holy hell! So yeah, anyways, that front clip uh, looks really good uh, yeah yeah uh, i have to admit uh or i shouldn't i don't have to admit but i will i will bust cousin mark love this thing he said he would <laughs> totally drive this car <laughs> which is hilarious so uh anyways uh, it's really funny because we wondered where this car might go and i literally said on the show if you listen to it i said i wouldn't be surprised if this car brought 24 grand so anyways i said mm-hmm. 19.5 you said 22 uh paul bet under me at 18 uh the car sold for twenty-four thousand dollars, so you got the win uh and i did not trust my instinct enough to get the yahtzee That's yeah, a yeah you could have gotten one there this car would be such a great de car day a DE oh, yeah. car. I mean, just a you just go out and mob it on the track. I mean, not it's a competitive an, car, but just go rip it. It's got a three four in it. These things are. I've driven uh, Mark One boxers with a three four. It's so good. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I I would say I would agree. I would say that this car being a convertible, even though they put a roll bar in it, I would mm-hmm. say it's a convertible. This would be a great autocross car because you're not going wheel to wheel with anybody, and there's not retaining walls. Usually, you're just in a parking lot. You lose control, you spin out. So to me, that would be the ideal thing to what do. What are you that. talking about? About. I mean, people have open cars on DE days and track days all the time. I mean, Le Mans started with cars with open top. I mean, the, most and DE days died all the time. <laughs> people do require you to have the top up when you uh, when you. I mean, no, this is this is great DE day. Yeah, coop, again, coop, competitively, coop, coop, not coop. so much. Yeah, <laughs> not so right, much. Not so much. Our final car of the day uh, wound up catching everybody out. Uh, we all drooled over this 1972 Chevy K5 yeah. Blazer that uh, had a 350 in it, manual transmission, beautiful orange paint. Um, anyway, just really cool. We, we kind of lamented how these, these you know old hippie cars from the 70s have become collector items, and we all overshot this one. So I said- Wait, wait, wait. Oh, blah, blah. Did you just use hippie yeah. in reference to a K5 Blazer? Totally. That is uh, the most inaccurate thing we've ever said on this show ever. This is the car that you had back in the sixties and seventies to drive over hippies and to go and <laughs> and you know drive onto their commune and just do burnouts and rip down all their you know tents and stuff like that. There are no hippies driving a I, blazer. This, this is way too cool a car for a hippie. I, I, grew in San, stuff. I grew up in San Francisco, and when I was a kid in the seventies, there were hippie communes living in these things. So. <laughs> you could put about fifty people in the back of that thing. If totally uh, yeah they're all yeah eating 
Okay. All right. We'll let it, we'll we'll let it slide this one time. Anyway, I said forty four thousand dollars. You went over me by five grand at forty nine, and and Kramer went even higher still at fifty one. Uh, yeah, I Kramer wanted this, this car, didn't he? Yeah, and he you know why he wanted it? Because I proved to him that this is more Porsche than Porsche. Because the color <laughs> wasn't just the the bright color wasn't just because somebody wants to paint the sample orange. Porsche. Uh, This is because if when you roll down the hill, they can find you in a helicopter. Way to go, JP. He's never coming on the show again. Absolutely. (laughs) Anyway, this car I'd say was well bought at forty thousand dollars and still well sold. Forty grand for a K five Blazer. My God, that's a ton of money uh, for a um, you know. I mean, just an old American thing. It's just awesome though. Really awesome. I I actually would love to drive one of those. Uh, It seems like it wouldn't make sense in Vegas without AC, but if you lived out in Santa Monica, that'd be the Mm. car to have. You could put an AC in one of these. I mean, it's got a big water pumper engine. Be easy enough to slap one in there. And you know, the top comes off. How how fun would this be to roll down the strip? You know, because that'd be just a blast. So anyways, um, all right, well that's uh, I have fallen back in love with that style of vehicle though. You know, since we've been doing the show, I, I'm going to get some sort of off-road vehicle. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, yep. All right, guys. Well, there it is. That was the cars of yesterday. Uh, where those are the cars we nerded out. Uh, they're the most interesting cars of the day yesterday. So let's get to the most interesting cars and cars and bids and bring a trailer today. Uh, I am super excited about our lineup today. Actually, I could care less about our lineup. I, can, I only care about one car, one car. From today. <laughs> uh, we can basically do the first car, and then I can just sign off. If you and the dog want to do the rest of the show, that'd Absolutely. be fine man, with me because this patootie. is you and Patootie. Me and Patootie will boost ratings while you take a nap. I promise. <laughs> Patootie's got this. Yes. What do you know about right. Chiracos? Not a okay. Okay. All right. So there it is. Let's talk about a Chiraco. Oh, my God. I love this car. Look at this car. So, JP, anytime I see one that looks like it would roll on its own uh, accord, you know I'm going to pick it and mm-hmm. we'll, uh, we'll review it because I know how much you love them. Uh, again, my uncle had one and sold Volkswagens when I was a kid. So I kept thinking that, you know, as I was rolling into my adolescent years, that I would be able to buy a brand new Chiraco when I turned 16 because I mm-hmm. wanted to think I was yeah. spoiled. Uh, nothing could be my father from the, for the truth. <laughs> but anyway, uh, 1988 Volkswagen Scirocco 16 valve out of East Greenwich, Rhode Island with a, about 170,000 miles on it. Unfortunately, JP, the interior of this car is roached out. Um, those original seats look like they're about to fray. The dashboard has several cracks in it. Um, and the car, upon closer inspection, has a terribly cheap repaint uh, mm. where I would be willing to bet that they didn't even tape. They just sprayed. I mean, it's my God. It's it's really bad. Uh, if you Ooh, look at yeah. this photograph, there's a photograph where they open up the uh, gas door, the fuel filler door, and yeah. you really get the sense of the bodywork versus what they didn't uh, spray. I mean, this just, there's no prep work involved. Uh, that being said, uh, I'm excited that more and more of these 80s and 90s era Volkswagens are coming to market. Uh, there is either a Jetta GLI or a you know, Mark II 16 valve in my future. Uh, I will make room in the garage uh, or I'll build another garage to get one because I really want one of these cars. Mm. It's just not going to be this one. So um, I don't know. Not a lot of stories here. Some modifications. It's got Coney Reds and H&R Springs. It's got European headlights and uh, obviously the hella fog lights hanging off the bottom. BBS wheels apparently didn't come stock on the car. Wouldn't this car, JP, have come with the teardrops, right? That is correct, sir. Yeah, 14-inch teardrops versus these 15-inch PBS wheels. So, you know, in theory, this car probably rolls right. But just when you look at how little attention has been paid to the upkeep on this car, it wouldn't surprise me if this car smelled like cigarettes and dogs. So, <laughs> yeah. anyways, I'm not into it. But, yeah. uh, but I, 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 I don't know. It's like, it's like dolphins cry when volkswagens get treated like this i don't know it's just weird (laughs) these cars were cheap for a very long time so the the level of ownership the people that have owned these cars for the last you know 20 years were not people that have really been uh paying attention to maintenance so that's why the the, that's why when these do pop up and they're in nice condition or really nice condition they're just ready to bring all the money in the world yeah because guys our age you said it we were in high school and this is this was the car to have the the rich kid in school had one of these um you know i had an 80 
1982 Scirocco, which was the same body style. It was a second, you know, it, it was the second generation, even though it was still based on the uh, A1. Um, and, you know, uh, my car was lowered and I had a cam in it and, and you know, it was black and, it, you know, it was actually as fast off the line because it had a lot more torque than the 16 valve. The 16 valves, yeah. you really had to wind the living daylights out of them to get them to go. Right. Uh, but my buddy uh, got one of these. He had a red red one just like this, but his was perfect. He got one of the last ones uh, in Washington State. And it was, oh, wow. uh, yeah, and he had the Euro bumpers. The Euro bumpers look so good on oh, these cars, cool, too. Cool, 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 um, But, uh, yeah, so this car really <laughs> brings me back. Um, unfortunately, well, you're right. It's just not not a clean one. So where do you think this thing's going to, where it's going to land? Yeah, I don't know, man. This, this one is not Jason Camisa approved. You know, mm-hmm. he's got a beautiful sort of champagne colored one that he's owned for years. I mean, like a mm-hmm. really long time. Uh, and and Jason does subtle mods that you will never see by standing on the street looking down at the car. Uh, this car, I would say, JP, is really too far gone to take on as an investment to bring back to clean, cool standards. So. It's at $5,700, but it's only on four bids. Now, it does have four hours to go, but this car is in Rhode Island, and it just doesn't show well. So, um, <laughs> man, it's at it's – at, let me see. It's at $5,700. It's okay. I'm looking at my bid going. Is That that sounds high, but I put $6,900. So I'm hoping this car will bring another $1,200, but there's so little action on it. It may only get one or two more bids, which might land it like – right at six grand. So Mm -hmm. I'll change my bid to $6,500 and leave it there. Yeah, I mean, this video is not helping the guy. I mean, oh, he's driving it poorly. He's driving around, you know, the neighborhood. This is just a cardinal sin. Look, you don't make this video, okay? Yeah. If you're going to make a driving video, get somebody to sit in the back, put the lens on wide, and find a road that's out in the middle of nowhere somewhere where there aren't cars and traffic and you don't have to stop at lights. This is, I mean, this is a video of someone's dashboard. Are you kidding me? Dude, what the hell? And, you know, it's even really just bad. looking at this, it looks like is the, you know, are the are all the wheels, like, square i mean the car just looks yeah. like it's wobbling i mean it i don't totally know if that's does. bad camera work or if it just looked oh god whatever this this car's a hunk Which of junk in, a, in, in of itself, itself yeah it's terrible yeah it's really yeah. bad so what do you think uh, jp Which i don't bid? think it gets another bid whatever it's at right now that's where it stays i think it's okay. DOA. Okay, cool. So, um, 5700 you know and that and that is that happens on cars and bids regularly i i Which am is a shame yeah i i like cars and bids uh i love you know doug demura i love what he's doing i love that he made an alternative to bat and he's kind of started this whole trend um but you know it seems like he's letting a lot of cars on that maybe he shouldn't um right. this one i even though it's rough and it's a bad Chiraco, bad Chiraco, i <laughs> don't necessarily disagree with him allowing this on the platform because at the end of the day it's still a 16 valve Chiraco, and if somebody wanted to something to restore or something like that. I mean, the, the, the amount of Chiracos that are available on the market at any given time is like two, you know, if you're yeah. lucky. So I, yeah. I don't have a problem with this being on the platform. I just think he needs to give the people a little bit more guidance on how to, you know, make ads and stuff like that. But of course, then again, Doug DeMiro talking about uh, the production value is yeah. laughable. Um, right. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, and, and somebody's gonna have to ship this thing from wherever it is in a snow place. So uh, you're Rhode definitely not driving this thing home. Yeah, Rhode unless Island, you're in the unless it. you're local. Yeah, put it on it's Craigslist or Opera. Yeah, uh, it's what I was thinking. It's got to be a regional sale because who's gonna spend the money? You know, yeah. six grand, and then you're gonna spend another two to ship. No way. Yeah. All right, well, let's get to the next car. That's uh, it's kind of a bummer, but uh, I do still love the idea. I am romantic for Volkswagen Chiracos, especially a red on black 16 valve. What's yeah. next, Michael Deeb? All right, so here, JP, I'm going to make a bold two-day prediction uh, mm. for our next car. So we're going to jump over to Bring a Trailer and look at a 1986 Alfa Romeo. Mm. Um, it's interesting, JP. Until I started looking at this car today, and we have tomorrow a 1987 944 S. Uh, JP, correct me if I'm wrong, but the S version at 190 horsepower was the most powerful 944 that had those funny bumpers. Because the well, hold next on. Version- what, what year? What year? 1987. So the 87, yeah, the 87 didn't have the upgraded bumpers. They had the old bumpers. Right. Okay, right. yeah, if that's so, what you meant. So, I'm not sure if yeah, I understood. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I have never thought about the Alfa Romeo GTV6 and the mm-hmm. 944 as being comparable cars. But mm. what we're looking at here is a 43,000-mile Alfa that's really clean that is probably going to bring, or at least it'll be interesting, See if this car brings more money than a 944S out of the Bay Area that's going to close tomorrow also on Bring a Trailer that has less miles when 
by all accounts, the 944 is more reliable, better performing car, uh, and also equally rare. But this Alpha is going to bring more money. And so it just, as I was contemplating the two auctions closing, two cars that I would love to own, mm. it, it became really interesting to me to realize these cars are actually very similar. They have hatchbacks, they're front engine, they're rear wheel drive. Um, they make you know similar horsepower. This makes similar horsepower to a 944. This uh, two and a half liter V6 makes about 150 horsepower, and a 944 has a two and a half liter inline floor that makes about 160 horsepower. So these cars actually, I, I never remember magazine comparing the two in a, a performance test, but as we look back on them as collectibles, they they sort of occupy a similar niche. And so it'll be interesting to juxtapose these two auctions. Our car here has 43,000 miles and is offered out of Palm Springs, California. Similar to your take on the Scirocco's from that era, most of these alphas traded hands for so little money that the custodians didn't have the money to take good care of them. So it is extremely rare. I would say on record that it'll take two or three years before we see another GTV6 that is this clean come into the auction space because there's just not that many out there that have been taken care of for so long. This, by all accounts, looks like to be on original paint and original interior. And as we look back on it today, it's got some really cool features with the five-speed and those little nets in the headrests and stuff like that. So anyways, I think this car is going to sell for close to $30,000 where our 944S for tomorrow might struggle to find similar money. And that to me is shocking. So this I thought would be a great one to look at. What do you think, JP? Any interest in a hatchback alpha or is that like, yeah, cool from afar, but it's somebody else's problems? Man, uh, you know, you know, I'm a Porsche guy through and through, and I've owned so many 944s over the years, and I love 944 S's, and you know, and it seems like the the earlier bumper ones are actually becoming more popular than the later like S2 and turbo configuration, uh, because they're a little bit more retro, a little bit more 80s. But looking at driving this Alpha, this is how you make a driving video, uh, you right. know, and uh, you know, you get the you get the camera a little far back. You've got, I mean, look, you find a great road, and I mean. I, this is where I want to be right now. I don't want to be here sitting, sitting here talking to you. I don't want to, and I love my dog. I want to be sitting here next to my dog, but I'd really rather be in the cabin of this alpha with my dog next to me doing what this guy's doing. This is just car porn right here. And, Absolutely. and he also has JP, a, a walk around video in, mm -hmm. in the street in front of his house at the golden hour where mm -hmm. the car is bathed in indirect light. And it, it's just a 30 second walk around the car. And yeah. it's an excellent take. I thought, my first Scirocco, uh, the car, it was, it was kind of like my first car because I, my first car was a Fiat 850 Spider, and of course it blew up very quickly. Yeah. And then I saved up and got an 84 Scirocco and it was the same kind of bronze it, uh, gold color, which is not an mm -hmm. exciting color, but when you have a design that's very, you know, angular like this, uh, you know, with the, with the sharp hard lines, this car kind of has Scirocco lines in a lot of way. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I love this Alpha. I would way rather have this Alpha than the 944, uh, hands down. Now, if it was, if it were, really if, I, if I had to have one car and one car only, uh, I'm going with the 944 yeah. because I kind of want to sure. get where I'm going. Uh, but if yeah. this is a car to add to the collection, uh, the Alpha for oh, sure. Man. This thing is just romantic J as hell. JP, this car is on 15 inch wheels. It has mm -hmm. inboard rear brakes. It's on torsion bar. I think front suspension. I mean, there's really interesting aspects. To this car i i would argue that if you could lower this car and put it on 16 inch wheels it mm. would be drop dead gorgeous and i can already see black dur stickers on the side <laughs> of this car right. and it would just yeah. they would pop on the champagne paint but look at that yeah. isn't that a great take for for a hobbyist i mean yeah and i love that he's got the retro california black plates with the personalized gtv6 uh you know normally personalized plates are just a haha -ha, but on this it actually looks good the black plates look really good on this car so i really want this car and i'm not in a position to buy it and it really Ian, breaks my heart there's one more thing i want to mention about this car from a design point of view it's it's this like atrium or stadium style like canopy i mean that's like a yeah. jet fighter pilot thing you have so much glass and the germans and the americans they uh, you know they just they always want to you know have, make cars that are safe so they want to have that door that's all the way up to your neck so you're just like peeking out over it this you sit in there and you feel like you can see everything I mean, look at the glass on that goes, oh, no. it's like you can see everything and, around there that and, is just great and it's, and it's tastefully this guy lives in palm springs it's tastefully yeah 
lightly tinted, which I appreciate. <laughs> right, you know, like, yeah, yeah. like it's just a little bit cooler, but it doesn't have to be so blacked out that yeah. you can't see anything through it. Uh, because I think the glass and being able to see through the car is is part of the car's appeal, like to appreciate. But uh, your little take made me think, yeah, it's almost as if. Uh, Alpha hired a designer from Saab, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Kind of has that. Uh, well, yeah. okay. So, uh, where's this going to where's this going to land? You are the resident Italian car guy, so right. I'm really leaning on you. I know yeah. that these go around twenty something for decent ones, but this one looks way above the word. I, decent. I would say the decent ones bring fifteen. This car is already mm. at twenty three seven on nineteen bids, but it has not gotten any bids overnight, which mm. p- makes me pause uh, with caution just a little mm-hmm. bit. So. I was thinking that this car might bring, um, you know, like thirty-five to thirty-eight thousand dollars now because there hasn't been any activity this morning. I'm wondering if it will, in fact, break thirty thousand. So I, I'm mm. going to leave my bid where it's at at thirty-two, but I think the safe bet might be under me because you know it's just remarkable for a car an alpha from this era to be in this original condition with such low miles so it it could it could break my bid but it's not likely Mm -hmm. i want it i love it i'm gonna say 30 um because i do think i do think at that number you've got a bunch of other options that are very cool as well but uh like a 944 s which uh, 944 turbo you know well um, yeah yeah i mean honestly for 30 huh does a turbo bring more maintenance and problems like it does with a 911? Yeah, no more than an alpha. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, are you, I mean, <laughs> uh, so certainly more than a normal 944, but uh, uh, very yeah, good volley, no, my friend. Yeah. Very good volley, absolutely. Those and you can turn the screw, <laughs> and you can turn the screws on the turbo and get a lot more power out of it. But yeah, there That's it is. True. I mean, right. just a beautiful car. Yeah. So uh, good luck to the oh. seller on that one. Great ad, good absolutely. job on the video too. Um, all right, what's the next car? Bit. Bid nerd approved. We have to yes, get some sort sir. of award. Send that we guy do. a basket of fruit and a cream <laughs> soda. All right. Uh, let's stay on Bring a Trailer, JP, and look at another car. Um, I know that every once in a while I pull up a Cayman and you're like, eh, who cares? But uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that a 2008 Cayman S is uh, clear of the IMS thing. Is that are we? Is that fair to say? <sighs> Negative, Ghost Rider. That is still a dot one uh, M96 uh, engine. So you are still... Yeah, you're still in right. the uh, well, danger then, zone. Then I'll just go ahead and turn all over this car for mm. you. This car only has 5,000 miles. And when we talk about these Ooh. cars that had these uh, interior problems, JP cautions not just me, but everyone who's listening, all nine of us, um, <laughs> that we, we should be careful that it's probably better when we see these cars with higher miles. Mm. I, of course, always gravitate to these like leftover gems that some – you know, in my there's a fantasy where a husband bought this for a wife and parked it in the car, and she's like, "Oh, I thank you, honey, but I don't want to drive it." And it just got left there in a climate-controlled garage, waiting for somebody like me to steal it from them uh, for a bargain price. This car is basically unused. Five thousand miles at a Saratoga Springs, Saratoga Springs, New York. Uh, this is a Cayman S with the 3.4 liter Flash Six. Um, I love the 19-inch Carrera classic wheels. JP, don't you have these on your 997 cab? They're gorgeous. Yeah, I do. I, I'm a big fan. Uh, it's such a simple, yeah. perfect wheel. Um, uh, it is. It really is. It looks so good on this car. I would actually say this car probably needs to be lowered. Uh, to me, this would be a great entry-level Porsche, or maybe even a great track toy, a second car, uh, a great way in. But JP cautions. Uh, they're not immune to the intermediate shaft bearing problem. And, and this generation of motors from Porsche, uh, your safer bet is the car that's been driven regularly, not the one that's been um, holed up in a, in a garage for, uh, in this case, 13 years. So maybe all that glitters is not gold. JP, your turn to turn. Yeah, no, I mean, look, this is a beautiful car. It really does look hermetically sealed and in perfect condition. Um, it doesn't right. have the Sport Chrono, which is really a problem on the 3.4. You really need that Sport Chrono to give it the extra poop uh, mm-hmm. for throttle response and stuff like that. Look, not only is IMS a problem, and I, I'm going to say, look, it's way less of a problem in the 08s than it is, say, in an 05, but it is still essentially the same thing. Uh, and, you know, you also have bore scoring issues to worry about. You also have uh, cylinder uh, oil starvation on... Uh, 
uh, I can't remember which cylinder is, but uh, these really had problems with keeping oil on the right side. Uh, because so you know, and because the engines in the middle of the car, they didn't quite get all the cooling uh, stuff figured out, which probably isn't going to be a problem for a normal person. Uh, but if you do any kind of track days and stuff like that, they were fine. These were having all kinds of problems on the tracks early on because they were uh, they just what, they just what, could. But what, there's some fixes to that. Did? The there's a p- oil yeah. pump that you can add on there. Like uh, our friend John Ortiz got right. one of these with low miles and DEs and drives the shit out of it. What year is Ortiz? Do you know? Uh, I believe his is an 06. So it's basically the exact same car, same color and everything. I mean, look, you're probably going to be fine. I always say, you know, I always caution people, the early ones like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, The IMS hasn't been upgraded, blah, 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 blah. All the normal 996 and M96 stuff. But chances are you're probably fine. I mean, you know, you roll the dice here. This car isn't terribly expensive. And, and what do you get that's this great a car? Uh, immediately put a IMS upgrade in it and uh, and put yeah, that oil pump fun. in there and have fun and drive it. And if it blows up, well, all right. I mean, <laughs> uh, you, you, at least it's not a $200,000 Ferrari that just blew up, you know? I mean, so right. I don't know. A beautiful car, great driver. Like you said, great starter Porsche. Uh, where is oh, this man. thing sitting? Uh, what, what's the- uh, JP, it's at... It's at- $32,000, essentially, thirty-one eight thirty on 14 bids. Again, way out in New York, but man, uh, it, you're hard-pressed to find this era of Cayman, especially an S, especially a stick, that is basically unused it's almost like a leftover car on a lot yeah. it's, it's brand one, new one more thing one more thing about maintenance too and i'm sorry to harp on this um no do it but these cars had a bunch of little problems when they were young uh the camshaft seals leaked the rear main seal leaked, right. and those are not catastrophic failures unlike the intermediate shaft bearing if that fails engines toast it's, camshaft yeah. seal leaking is not a big deal but it's going to cause a mess and it's ultimately going to cause more of a problem if you don't take care of it if you drove this car normally like most people you know you buy it and you go drive it uh those problems pop up those little problems pop up while the car is still under warranty and 99% of them, all that stuff was just fixed. You just, Oh, you got a little oil leak. Okay. You take it to the dealership. They give you a boxer to drive around for the day. They fix the problem. You come pick it up. No problem. Right. Uh, But so wait, yeah. When it's, when it's not in warranty anymore, this is a, you know, 10 over, this is a 12 year old car. It's your problem. Now, now that little camshaft seal leak that, uh, you know, that was warrantied in the Porsche dealership, pay their back of the house, you know, $1,500 to replace is now your $1,500 check that you got right. struck. And that it's, sucks, it's man. just, it's yeah, it does suck. And it's just a hassle. Yeah. You got like what essentially is a brand new car. Mm-hmm. And then you come out to the garage to drive it and you notice there's drips under yeah. your car or, and every time you start it up, it smokes and you're like, damn it. Like what? This thing is like brand new. What's wrong with it? So we're not trying to poop on a car. We're mm-hmm. trying to help you make an informed decision. You got to know. We got to be honest about what these cars are and what they are not. Uh, and we love them to death, but we also yeah. it's like you, you take them eyes wide open, knowing what you're getting into. Yeah. Uh, certainly Ortiz does and has taken every precaution so that he can go whale on his. You know. And he does like hard. So there's Ooh. the other side Ooh. of the spectrum. People say, oh, the IMS. Well, I mean, his is just smashed hard. Yeah. hard driven yeah. car and it's fine yeah. <laughs> you know but yeah. his has yeah. got like he 50 000 a- miles on it he did all the maintenance and it's great yeah he put a big old wing on his thing and yeah. he's flying I mean, yeah he's so a anyway, fast driver. JP, i yeah. think at like thirty two thousand dollars, i think this car still has like six grand it i <sighs> yeah. especially on bring a trailer people are going to look at this and go oh Listen, low miles let's get low miles they don't they just get uh, paul I, mentioned I it yesterday still- about the low miles kind of fog that people right. get Right. I think a dealer might try to get over 40 for this, but it would take them months to sell. I think Brigger Trailer is going to trip this car for $38,000 today. Uh, it'll hit the reserve, it'll sell, but I'm not positive it'll bring 40 grand. It's just not special enough. You know, like Ocron, these cars didn't have limited slip differentials. It doesn't even have sport seats. It's cool because yeah, it's no nasty and, yeah. and it's un- and unused. So. 38 grand. I think that's a fair bet. What do you think? I'm going to bet on stupid and go 39. I think it might break 40. Um, but yeah, I'm going to play it close to the vest. Uh, I, I think that'd be a bad buy for someone, uh, but someone's going to be tickled pink to get it and think they got, Oh, I got yeah. a brand new Porsche for only $40,000. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. Okay. Buy a, um, get a warranty. Yeah. Yeah. Get the warranty. <laughs> is this from a dealer? Or is this a private owner? No, no, no. It's private owner, but you could go put a drivetrain warranty on that car for like 1800 bucks. And if, if the IMS fails, you just made 10 grand. I mean, that's just saved you $10,000. For sure. For sure. All right, moving on. What's next? 
All right, JP, we have a super sub today. It is a 1992 Range Rover Country mm. SE. You know, we looked at that one that was like really in super clean condition, that white one the other day. Uh, and so I couldn't help but notice this one out of Boston, Massachusetts, a little bit older. You said that the 95, I think it was, uh, had some updates. And this car is sort of prior to those updates. And it's on cars and bids, I think, not bring a trailer. So with 182,000 miles, this is the 3.9 liter V8 automatic all wheel drive. You know, the it's not the long wheelbase. Looking at that rear door, it looks like it's a little bit shorter version than the one we looked at. But mm -hmm. black and tan is absolutely a cool color for these Range Rovers. Uh, I just thought it was a neat one to take a, another look at on a different platform on a different coast uh, at the same time of the year and see what the differences are. Uh, our car here uh, is no nonsense, no stories, uh, little to no modifications. It does have a Borla exhaust and a Pioneer head unit um, and some very good recent uh, service history. So this car looks like it's been kept up by all accounts. Um, but $15,000 on 16 bids where that last one was pushing, wasn't it like 25, 30 grand we were looking at that last one? Yeah, so yeah. what do you think here? Uh, if we go to Boston, Massachusetts to get a little bit older one, uh, does that hold it under 20 grand or, or are we in for a late run on this car? What do you think? Yeah, I think we'll find a late run on this because, I mean, look, this is, you know, this is um, the Hamptons and, uh, you know, Maine <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. I mean, this is the kind of thing that you see – you know, the what is it the the jeep grand wagoneer with a wood down the side and then one right. of these is just kind of like that classy long island yeah. kind of thing if you live yeah. on long island and don't have to commute to the city uh this is your car if you don't because For you sure. know you do not want to try to go into the city and back in one of these regularly nah, um nah. you're looking for some hurt in your life if that's something that you're going to do uh, yeah. but god what a beautiful truck um and yeah. just a hunk of junk but beautiful at the yeah. same time and <laughs> in some so place true. like the northeast i think this act yeah i mean connecticut long island uh maine any of those places this is just such a classy great way to drive around go get your cup of coffee and you know have your cashmere uh jacket and uh <laughs> you know drive around yeah no i love it i love it uh i don't think it's worth a whole heck of a lot of money but we are no. seeing them climb up so where's it where's it at right now yeah at fifteen thousand dollars on sixteen bids, and yeah, mm -hmm. you're in. If you buy this car, you're in for heavy service, heavy maintenance. Mm -hmm. You better have a trusted Land Rover expert, not even a British mechanic. You want mm -hmm. somebody that knows these vehicles because they have so many unique idiosyncrasies. It's got to be somebody that's been doing it for twenty years to work on the car and co have it covered by somebody like Haggerty, so you can be in their drivers' club uh, and they'll tow it as often as <laughs> yeah. you need to if you're in the uh, yeah. if they cover the AAA. Car. Yeah. Well, yeah. AAA only gives you five toes a year. So that's actually kind right. of, it's, it's an interesting thing to bring up is that a lot of the classic yeah. insurance, classic car insurance, uh, coverage will include unlimited towing for vehicles that are covered by them. And that's, I know personally that that's something that Haggerty uh, does and Haggerty doesn't pay us for this. They should, we do need a little Haggerty button on our show, uh, yeah. but that yeah. is just a personal, uh, you know, I, I had my speedster towed many, many times by Haggerty. Thank you very uh -huh. much guys. Um, yeah. yeah. No, JP brings up a good point with just five toes a year on AAA. If you own an Alpha or a Range Rover, you're liable to use those all up in one year. Yeah, yeah, in a month. Um, if you have both of them. Uh, all right, where's this going to land? Let's move on. All right, JP. I think this car is going to bring eighteen thousand bucks. Okay. Um, and then where is it at now? Uh, Fifteen thousand bucks. With how much time to go? Oh, a long time. Uh, love you, long time. Sixteen I'll go, minutes. I'll go, sixteen minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then uh, uh, I'll go a thousand dollars over where it's at. I don't think it's going to go much further. Right. This is this is cars and bids. It's just yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. All right. And it's the East Coast. And it's the East Coast. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Let's get to the last car. Um, last car, uh, Ford Bronco Sport. I just thought hmm. this was really neat in light of the car we did yesterday, which was that uh, K5 Blazer. This is a similar era, similar <laughs> look, similar appeal. Two door. Uh, big V8. This one has a 351 Windsor, which was a replacement for the stock 302. But it isn't all modern, modded out with like 18-inch wheels and a Coyote motor. This is still mm -hmm. a three-speed manual with a period-correct V8. Uh, that top pops off. And what I like is that this car is resto-modded, but it's all the pieces that are on there look like they would have been something you could have upgraded to in 1970 when you would have had this car for a year so by that rationale i really like this particular bronco even though i'm not a fan of all these modern broncos that are being sold for two and three hundred thousand yeah. dollars so to me this is a 
more appealing and less expensive grab. Uh, our car is sitting at like $42,000 JP in Fresno, California uh, on like nine bids or something. Not a ton of action, but it is on Bring a Trailer. And I wouldn't be surprised with the way values for these style of vehicles are going that this car wouldn't have a late run. There could be two or three guys waiting in the weeds uh, to bid this thing up. And by that rationale, I think this car could bring similarly big money. It's already over what the K5 Blazer brought at. And correct me if I'm wrong, the Broncos are a shorter wheelbase, right? This is a way smaller sh- yeah, vehicle. Yeah, way smaller yeah, vehicle. Yeah, yeah. So I would, for, for the money, I'd rather have the K5 Blazer, even though I love the look of this Bronco. Uh, but for the for the right person, maybe this makes sense because you can park it in a garage or something. So what do you think, JP? Yeah, look at the picture of this car. It's, so, it's such a great looking car. I mean, this looks like a stomper oh, toy. Uh, it, it doesn't look like a real car. Like those first pictures where it's like in a uh, a lot. I mean, I, at the first one, I'm like, is this a toy car? Is someone selling a model car? I mean, it just doesn't look real. It's so the the boxy the, the, proportions are so fantastic. And you're right, the, it's all period correct. Yeah, yeah. The cream, the cream on the on the removable hardtop, the mm-hmm. fender wings, the wheels, and the grill and bumpers. I mm-hmm. and, and then of course the the Ford Bronco tire cover. I love yeah. how they did that. Like whoever yeah. curated the, the like decided that's what I want for the car. Fantastic job. It's yeah. it's really got eyeball. I am not a Bronco fan. I'll go ahead and say it okay, out loud. Yeah, I fine. just, I don't like them. I mean, I never have. I've always been a Blazer guy if I'm going in this style, especially the K5s are so much better. I've never understood the absolute just fanaticism over this style of Bronco. You know, and, it, and I'm really above all, I'm more of a, a CJ person. If I'm looking at a four by four rig of this era, it's absolutely a CJ version. Um, right. That said, I do really love this car. I, and like you said, it's not all done up modern and stupid because oh, most of the people that those. buy these have the worst sensibilities. They're NASCAR people and that's just awful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, they, they'll slap on all the modern stuff. This one's all period correct. I know we're saying that over and over again. So no, but it, uh, it's true. It's, yeah. it's it's a valid point. And it's interesting mm-hmm. too, right? You look at the old Wagoneers and Suburbans, you look mm-hmm. at the old Broncos and you look at the K5 and JP, I'm not on your dovetail. I, I'm serious. Like the K5 to me is like the mm-hmm. three little bears. It's just right. Yeah. The, the Broncos too small and Suburbans ridiculously too big or Wagoneers mm-hmm. too big. To me, the K5 is the perfect size to do everything. So I agree with you. By you know, that the, rap- hold on. The other thing that you point mentioned yeah. out too is like the beige, the off-white trim on yeah, this. Cream, cream color, yeah, the yeah. cream really makes the red not so red because usually red is like the last color you want on something like this um, because it's, you know, too much red goes, you can have too much red in so quickly. Like if you so, painted the mirrors red or something like that or the oh wheels are like, ah, right? But this is just the right amount and it's the the shade of red is is also period correct. Yeah. Um, and it just, it you know, because otherwise, I mean, I would way rather see this in like the whole thing being big with black trim or yeah, like an yeah. off-white or a, or a silver yeah, yeah, totally. or gray or something. But I am totally down with this red. This is pretty darn cool. No, Still no, rather have the K5 because I think you can get more truck for less money. But uh, someone is going to love it. What do you think it's going to land at? I think it's going to break 50, JP. I'm going to go ahead and say mm-hmm. $51,000 because of everything we just said, even yep. though I prefer the other vehicle. This is BAT. I think it's going to go even higher. Uh, the Bronco Fever okay. is a thing. That 351 Cleveland engine is so dope. Uh, yeah. Sounds, uh, did you watch the video? It sounds like a muscle car at idle. It is, man. I mean, it's yeah. It's a lumpy, lumpy motor. My folks had a country squire with that engine and I remember driving and that was one of those baby crap yellow with the wood panels. I mean, it was right out of American vacation, but it had that big 351 in it, man. And I got to tell you, that car was fun. You could smoke tires all day long in that family wagon. It was embarrassing to to look at, but holy crap. Uh, So this car, yeah, yeah, it's got to be a good time. All right. So what do you think, JP? What's your Uh, 54. Okay. Good guess. That's a wrap. That's it, guys. Another episode of Bid Nerd, your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day on Cars and Bids, Bring a Trailer, and all the popular automotive enthusiast auction websites. Wow, that's a mouthful. On behalf of uh, Patootie, that, that our producer. Us. What's that? <laughs> that watch us. All those yeah, automotive right. websites that watch us. Exactly. Uh, on the behalf of our producer, Paducey. Uh, man, now I'm uh, slurring all the Dude. words here. Our producer, <laughs> Patootie. Uh, we've got uh, Rochelle and Lee, the, our uh, staff photographer, uh, Antonio, uh, and uh, all the other people that help out on the show. Esther, Esther and Esther. Uh, everybody else. Yeah, uh, just yeah. thank you so much for 
for helping out. And uh, we will see Paul you tomorrow. Paul from yesterday, thanks again for showing up. Yes, thank um, you so much, Paul. We had a great time with you yesterday. Thank you a million times over. Thank you. We will uh, see you tomorrow for the last episode of the week uh, during the 9 o'clock hour. We do this Monday through Friday. So if you want to nerd out every day with us, we're here for you. <laughs> we're nerds yeah. and we're always nerds. It's not like we take a break being nerds. Uh, no. So uh, there it is. Monday through Friday, join us. Subscribe, like, hit the share button, <laughs> notification button, all that kind of stuff. Let everybody know that the uh, that the channel exists. And we will see you tomorrow. Have a great day, guys. See you, Michael Deep. See you. Nerd and 80s. Mm-hmm.